0: Welcome to Noah's Natter, your podcast for casual Christian conversation. We welcome you back to Noah's Natter, and we're glad you joined us today for a continuing casual Christian conversation uh, from Romans chapter 8. And in our last time together, we got through verse number 8 of this chapter. And we're just doing this chapter verse by verse. And so today we're going to begin in verse 9. My co cohort over here, Brent Allen, is going to begin reading verse 9 and go down through verse 14, and then we'll continue to conversate on uh, said material. So if you would, my friend.
1: All right. Beginning of verse 9, it says, However, you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. If Christ is in you, though the body is dead, though the body is dead because of sin, yet the spirit is alive because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit dwells in you. So then, brethren, we are under obligation not to the flesh to live according to live according to the flesh. For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God.
0: Okay, where we started right there, uh, I think we've got a, in our version of the Bible that you and I are using, the word however there, uh, and that's, uh, part of speech it's a conjunction because it connects us with the previous verse yes. where we where we ended up it's kind of co- co- almost a word of comparison here comparison to what said verse 8 to what's coming after the conjunction of verse 9 and so I think it's good for us to reference what was going on in verse 8 those who are in the flesh please God so that's the previous subject okay?
1: cannot please God
0: cannot please God thank you for yeah. the correcting me that's a big word to correct there so if we're in the flesh, and that goes back to one of your favorite verses, so go <laughs> and give us your favorite verse. Oh, and Galatians. And we'll even, even give us the reference
1: Galatians for us. Galatians 5.21, where I say if you walk by the Spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh.
0: Okay, so we don't want to walk in the flesh because that's not of God. Right. right. And we'll never please God, which by the way is the opposite of what Paul tells us or the writer of Hebrews tells us, which I believe to be Luke. But anyway, uh, in Hebrews eleven six, 6, without faith, we can't please, please God. God. Right. And so that, that, that verifies that. So the difference is instead of talking and continue to talk about people who cannot please God in the flesh, he says, however, you. Are not in the flesh, so we know he's talking to save people when he says that, right? Right. So he flips flips the script, we might say. Yeah. Right. And he says, "But you're not in the flesh, but by inference, you are in the spirit." Do you take that rant to mean is this just Paul's way of saying, "Hey, you are under the control of the spirit; you've been saved." is it bigger than that or is that all he's saying here? I right?
1: think that's that's a, he's just generally stating that, you know, you however because we're not uh under obligation to live under the flesh anymore because we've been saved, we've mm-hmm. been given the holy spirit, that's what we're to walk under.
0: Okay, and so he he tells us something about this yeah. holy spirit that's in us. He says now
1: if it dwells in us, it's right. conditional.
0: Yeah. So one way to read that is even since he dwells in you, right? Or you right. could say, if if the Holy Spirit dwells in you, then parenthetically, and he does, yes. Then what right. he says, uh, then if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, you have it. But if there's another group over here that it, that's not true about, right? Guess what? Now we we're we're gonna sew this verse up, knowing that he's solely speaking of salvation. Right. This is what he's talking about. What's true about the person that doesn't have the spirit?
1: They don't have, they don't have Christ.
0: Yeah, they don't belong to him. No. And they're if, not his. If you want to read more about that very subject, go to first, first John. John. you you and I were playing the same exact thing. <laughs> John makes several statements along those lines in the five chapters of First John. Yes. And so yeah. uh I think it's clear in the Bible that if if the Holy Spirit does not live in you, right. not only can you not walk by faith. Yes. You won't and you will walk by the flesh because you don't even belong to God. And you can only right. belong to God through Christ. Right. You know, there's only one way. Jesus said he was that way in John fourteen six. So I think this is right. really a statement here.
1: So how do we know? How do we know we have the spirit?
0: That if we ha- that we have a love for God and love for one another, that's what John right. tells us in First John. Yeah, by this do we know that we love Him, that we're doing what He told us to do, that there's fruit, that we have a desire to obey. Right, and, and of course, it's through our obedience and the doing, yeah. the working out of our faith that we're showing that love. Right. Well,
1: John also um, had the words of Jesus in fifteen, where he right. talked about you know if we're abiding in Him. We're going to bear much fruit. Right. That means if we're dwelling, if the Spirit He's talking about here dwells in us, you know, if we're living through Christ, then we're going to bear fruit. That's right. evidence of it.
0: Right. I'm going to take that thought a little further there uh, because it's the correct thought that you just expressed, uh, and I'm, I'm thinking traditionally when we try to explain John 15, sometimes what we read the verse that's there that says what I'm about to say, but we don't stress it because you know. It's about fruit production. Yes, but also Jesus says, "If you love Him, you'll keep My commandments." Right. Also, people yeah. say, "Well, what's the difference between producing fruit of the spirit and and uh, obeying the Lord?" Well, the truth is, there there are yes and I want to say when we obey the Lord, the fruit of the spirit will be produced.
1: Right. Right.
0: And that is proof that we love Him. Yeah. And it's also, all in there. Yeah, yeah. So it all comes together. It's all together. inclusive. Yeah. But sometimes I think we shuffle, uh, we, we talk about those in, in differential contexts when it right. should be in a, a unified context. Right. Yeah. Jesus talks about one in John 12 and one about John 15. Yeah. Uh, that, and it all goes together. But sometimes we, for some, whatever reason, we separate the fruit and the works or the obedience right. and their. They're intertwined. Yeah. Well, he
1: even talks about it in John 8, too, when he's having the discourse with the Pharisees or those who had believed believed because of the works he did, you know, and then he tells them, and they were about to stone him. He's still talking about, he's he's even talking that far back about you'll do the things that I've commanded you to do or that you've seen, you know, in the Scripture. Um, Because of the works I do, you'll also do.
0: Right. You know, it teaches them in that chapter, too, you know, what the Pharisees were teaching them was going to keep them bound. Exactly, was going to keep them down. You know, yeah. like, and he said, "But it's the Son; it's going to make you free. You're going to be free. you are going to be free indeed, truly. Which mean, you'll be truly free. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. I mean, this is something Jesus actually talked quite a bit about. You right. know, uh, yeah. As we think about it. So, so since Christ is in you, or if Christ is in you, and He is, if you're saved. Because the spirits in you, right? Mm-hmm. Though the body is dead, ooh, the body is dead. Why is your body dead? He said, "Because of sin." What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I threw that at you.
1: Because we've, we've no one
0: written rules of baseball, there, brother.
1: Because we've gotten rid of we've gotten rid of our flesh. The flesh has died. We've thrown away the carcass of our flesh. That's what he talked. He talked about. Um, about three or four weeks ago, we talked about the um the conflict of the two natures that have that we have
0: so is this a semantic thing where he could you get we get super flesh here,
1: yeah, I think he's going back to the same thing again
0: flesh' is dead body is dead yeah um let me give a third possibility here that okay. it that it is indeed that yeah that it's a semantic equivalent, but number two. He's making a literal statement about our human body, too. The, the, this human body in which all this is done. So yeah. we, we You know, we, we, we... It is dead. We walk by faith or we walk by flesh inside the confines of a body that's decaying, as we're speaking. Right. So there is that possibility out there that...
1: I agree with that, for sure. Although his,
0: not his primary emphasis agreed, Yeah. but it is a factor. Yeah. Is that to yeah. my point? Yeah, Excuse for sure. It's not a major thing, but anyway. Yeah. Yet the spirit... Is alive. Yeah. The spirit that's inside that body is not dead anymore because we're in Christ, and it
1: never will be. Right when it's been raised in us, it's been it's made, eternal.
0: It's been made alive when we've been. What, what's the old King James? We've been quickened. Yes, by the Spirit. Right, and we've it, been
1: made alive by the Spirit. And, yeah,
0: and that'll never die. Right. Right.
1: So that's an eternal thing.
0: You sound like you believe in the uh, security of the believer.
1: I do, is very it? much so.
0: Once saved, always saved, even. Yes. Not once saved, twice saved or something? No, no, no. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, no. that's... there's too
1: many, there's too many, there's too many passages of scripture that that shows that, that, I agree. you know, I agree. once we've been in God's hands, we're there.
0: We're in agreement. We're in agreement with that. And that's John ten twenty eight twenty nine 29 and 30, by yeah. the way, he just referenced. So uh, verse 11, if this, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, by the way, another conditional link. And he mm-hmm. does live in you. That's right. true, right?
1: And he does, yes.
0: He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he's done that. But what will he also do? He will give life to your mortal bodies.
1: Through his spirit okay. who dwells in
0: you. So here's the question.
1: <laughs> How does he do that? We're not
0: talking about his body being dead. How does he do that?
1: The resurrection.
0: Because what happens to the mortal body in the resurrection?
1: will be raised again and will be made new or alive. Yeah they'll be transformed Paul says it again in the twinkling of an eye we'll be we'll be changed that's the word transformed yeah
0: transformed change yeah Yeah. he said that which is sown in mortality will be raised in in immortality that which is sown in sin will be raised in glory or whatever you know so 1 Corinthians 15 yeah 1 Corinthians yeah I think it is he says uh he talks about this body being mortal and he talks about it being corruptible yes he says when it's raised it will be immortal and incorruptible but that's because of the change that that holy spirit brings in the resurrection to these bodies they're going to be changed right they'll no longer be a sinful body to be a, what we call a glorified body and really a, probably a better word for that is a sinless body
1: yes a perfected body.
0: Perfect I like that Perfect, perfected body. Yeah. What you looking at there. I, I was
1: it. looking at first Corinthians fifteen.
0: You see anything there? Quick referencing.
1: Uh I'm not there yet. No. Well, uh, so, here it is. Go ahead. Uh he's talking about uh first Corinthians forty fifteen, forty two says so also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown a perishable body is raised in imperishable. Perishable, imperishable body is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, but raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body.
0: Well, that's a great passage of scripture out there. I mean, he he his own purpose different comparisons right. to bring forth one point. Yeah, You know, it goes, in the, it goes in the ground as something that's dying, decaying, and perishing, and right. natural, and unglorious, or whatever the other words you use there. Yeah. And it comes out of the ground a whole lot different. Yeah, yeah it comes out, It comes <laughs> out a lot better than it went in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I often tell people at funerals, when we have a graveside, you know, that when we... Comparing to you know the cemetery, uh, at the cemetery I'll say, you know we've come as far as we can go. Yeah. You know we, as human beings, with the, the our ones who've died in the Lord, we've come as far as we can go. We put them in the ground, trusting and believing in the passages you just read. Yeah. You know, we can't raise them up the way they're going to come out, but we believe Jesus can, and that's right. what and He will right here that Spirit, yeah, right, exactly, in the Spirit, so, yeah. So then, brethren. Since that's true, you know that's the way to look at that word. So then, since what I just said is true, brethren, right. we are under obligation not to the flesh. No. We're not like those people on the other side of the. However,
1: right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're on this side. We're of on the this however. side. Yeah,
0: right. He said. He said, uh, but to live according to the flesh,
1: not to. Not to live according to the flesh. Not to the
0: flesh, to live according to the flesh. Or if you're right. living according to the flesh, I'm glad you're telling me about when I'm leaving knots out. I, I'm not being very naughty, and I need to be naughty. You know,
1: you need to be nicer about that.
0: That's correct. Let me go back to 12. So then, brethren, we are we are under obligation not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you must die. All right. right? And that's naturally and spiritually, by the way. Yes. Yeah, and separate from God. There
1: is, no, there is no distinction there. It's all the same.
0: Now, let's come to the big butt because that's yeah. what we want to get. The big But yeah. right. if by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body— or the flesh the flesh or the, the
1: sin nature all that stuff all the semantic words
0: and this is sanctification this is yes, not is. salvation because he's talking to save people right so this is not salvation no you will live so what does he what does he mean here I mean you will live that's not eternal life because it's not salvation no so what does he mean by you will live you will the, live is this the abundant life that yeah. Jesus was referencing in John yes.
1: ten. It's the joy filled life of the fruit of the spirit. I mean that's yeah, that's true. it. True. You'll live your your mind will not be uh, he says it back again that for those that set the mind on the flesh of death, but those set on spirit is life. So we won't be uh, concerned with the things of this world anymore. That won't be our primary concern. Our primary concerns will be things of the spirit of the Holy Spirit of God, of what Jesus has taught us through His Word.
0: And how imperative is this in the world that we live like that? Verse 14.
1: It's absolutely imperative.
0: For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Yeah. Excuse me. We're to be the witness in the world. Right. And if we're to be the witness in the Word... The example that Christ has called us to be, yeah, we've got to live in this manner.
1: Well, yeah, if you think of this way, how can we be the light of the world, the city on a hill? How can we be that without this? Can't. There's no way we can. It's absolutely impossible. Right. right. But it's all that's uh, there's also uh, that condition too that if we have right. the Spirit of God, we can't help but not be the right. light of the world, right? The city on a hill. Yes, yeah, and. The right. example. Right. Yeah.
0: You know, and, and let's, and I know we we kind of talked this in the context of saying about individual Christian, but this really applies to the church. It does. The church at large and the church local. Yeah. That we can't be the church. We Either in its at large form or in local form in the way that Christ has called us to if this is not true. Of course, if it's not true in the individual, it could never be true within the church. Church. Because the right. church is the, mm. made up of those individuals.
1: The group of individuals, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: This is very important stuff for us yeah. to, to uh, very serious, yeah. you know. Uh, you
1: know, it's exactly what yeah. Paul was dealing with with the church in Corinth. Exactly what he was dealing with. I mean, and he's just kind of going through it here in Romans too. You know, yeah. to and, give that example,
0: and they were so fleshly, yeah, at Corinth, and he addresses that in the first two chapters, or actually in the chapter three too, the First Corinthians, that. Everything that came up in that church, it divided them. Every everything. issue you can imagine yeah. that came up in the, from the preacher to the way they were going to do the Lord's Supper to the way this and that.
1: Whether handled other people in the church. Yeah. Uh, Whether handled sin, disobedience. Correct. I mean.
0: Everything divided them.
1: Yes, in everything. the
0: world we're in right now, what in I was the country say. we yeah. are in, we've never seen so many places where people are divided. And why is that true? Because the majority of the people in the world are not living by faith. They're not no. led by the Spirit. They're living in that flesh.
1: And we have to be careful as Christians to not to forget that we are under obligation to the Spirit, to right. live by the Spirit, Yes. to live as Christians, to live, to walk and talk, to the, let the proof be in the pudding, so to say, speak, of what our life should reflect and— we haven't done that in america in a long time
0: no there's not there's not a lot of bright lights not much salt preserving preserving preservation going on yeah with the church in america that's there's no doubt and this is the at the root of it yeah sure it's got 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 to be because everything flows out from uh from this yeah yeah that went by really quick
1: well, it's I-14 to me is just a confirmation for all who are being led by the Spirit of God. These are the sons of God. That's a, just a confirmation statement that if you really are who you say you are, you're going to be led by the Spirit of God.
0: So this is also a good passage not only to deal with our discipleship. This is also going to deal with our assurance of salvation here. Yes, if, if both hand. Yeah. If person is having trouble with that, they can come down here read this context. Well, well, yeah, I'm kind of doing what the Holy Spirit's leading me to do and agree with the Word of God. Well, then just come to 14. That's true. If you know, right. if you have that kind of affirmation that I am being led by the Spirit of God, well, then you can also have the assurance. It's almost hard to think that if somebody could see that they're following the Lord, that they'd still have doubt in their salvation. But right. that could even be true. But it is true on occasions. It is. It's not a common common thing. But no. Because most people who doubt their uh, salvation are People who have just not really got into the word like they should, you know? right? But but the other does happen, and so, like I said, this verse right here is that is affirmation, confirmation, whatever. Uh, that's wonderful, yeah. That he put this in the middle of this discussion, yeah, uh, right? Here. And
1: he's going to continue that thought on when we go on further in in uh, this chapter, you know.
0: This is a good chapter, it you know, really this, is, it really covers a lot of things from. Salvation to how we're to walk and to live after that and yeah. and of course by the time we get to the end of it he's going to talk about the end of the Christian life glorification So alright yeah. right, well we it's going to be one of our short episodes for us uh, in real time this is a, actually a holiday weekend so I guess this may be appropriate to have a shortened uh, conversation today and we will invite you back next time we uh, drop an episode we'll be in verse 15 chapter 8 continue casual conversation about this wonderful place in to work. We remember that Noah's not are always your place for casual Christian conversation.